my dick
I don't think there's any doubt about that. You and Betty have been almost inseparable since you met in Dr. Scott's refresher course. Well, to tell you the truth, Brad, that was the only reason I showed up in the first place. <laughs> I mean... Okay, you guys, this is it! Oh, looks like Betty's gonna throw a bouquet. He'll be in line for a promotion in a year or two. Yes. Hey, Janet. I've got something to say. I really love the. Skillful way. You beat the other girls. To the bride's bouquet. There's 
would like. On a Life's pretty cheap to that type. What's the matter, Randall? We must have taken the wrong fork a few miles back. But then where did that motorcycle come from? Well, I guess we'll just have to turn back.
that fortune had smiled on Brad and Janet and that they had found the assistance that their plight required. Are you sure? Or had they? My name's Brad Majors. Asshole. This is my fiance, Janet Weiss. Weiss. I wonder if you might help us. You see, our car broke down three miles up the road. Do you have a phone we might use? Perhaps you better both come inside. You're too kind. some kind of hunting lodge for rich weirdos. to the left.
to the left. Panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. 
won't you stay for the night? Or maybe a bite. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Janet will play along for now and pull out the aces when the time's right. Oh, oh, oh. slowly, slowly. It's too nice to jump to a rush. My name's Brad Majors, and this is my fiance, Janet Weiss. is not yet married, nor do I think he ever will be. We are simply his Advice. 
charming underclothes you both have. But here, put these on. They'll make you feel less uh, vulnerable. It's not often we receive visitors here. Let alone offer them hospitality. Hospitality? All we wanted to do was to use your telephone, goddammit, a reasonable request, which you've chosen to ignore. Not only ungrateful. Ungrateful? Superman! Yes, you are, Brad. Such a perfect specimen of manhood. So dominant. You must be awfully proud of him, Jay. <laughs> Do you have any tattoos, Brad? Certainly not. Oh, well, how about you? <laughs> Everything is in readiness, Master. We merely await your word. Tonight, my unconventional conventionalists, you are to witness a new breakthrough in biochemical research. And paradox is to be mad. <laughs> it was strange the way it had happened. Suddenly, you had a break. All the pieces in your fit into place. The answer was there all the time. It took a small accident to make it happen. A what? An accident. And that's how I discovered the secret. It you see. Who's your favorite character on Star Trek? Spark. That is the breath. Are you going to fuck everyone in the audience tonight? Yes. You know about gay sex.
Get sand in his face when kicked to the ground. And soon in the gym with a determined chin, the sweat from his pores as he works for his cause will make him glisten and gleam. And with massage and just a little bit of steve. <laughs> and quite clean, you be a strong man. Oh, honey! high protein and swallow raw eggs try to build up his shoulders his chest arms and legs such an effort if he only knew of my plan in just seven days i can make you a man he'll do press-ups and chin-ups Snatch, clean and jerk, keeping dynamic tension. Must be hard work. Such strenuous living, I just don't understand. When in just seven days, oh baby, I can make you a
kind of phrase there, Janet. But isn't it nuts? So, Brad, but isn't it nice of oh, my you? What have you done with Janet? Fuck the shit out of her. Why, do you think I should have? I've never, never. Never, never. Yes, I know, but it isn't all bad, is it? Not even half bad. I think she really caused me wood. Oh, oh. So soft, you Stop, stop, stop. Oh, Janet. Janet! You wanted to see you like this, this, like how? It's your fault. You're to blame. I thought it was the real thing. Yes. You liked it, didn't you? There's no crime in giving yourself over to pleasure. Master, 
Rocky has broken his chains and vanished. The new playmate is loose and somewhere in the castle grounds. Magenta has just released the dogs. Hmm? Oh. Come in! What's happening here? Where's Brad? Where's anybody? <laughs> Emotion, agitation or disturbance of mind, vehement or excited mental state. It is also a powerful and irrational master. And from what Magenta and Columbia eagerly viewed on their television monitor, there seems little doubt that Janet was indeed its slave. Tell us about it, Janet.
certainly do. He happens to be an old friend of mine. What's your favorite fruit drink? I see. So this wasn't simply a chance meeting. You came here. I told you, my car broke down. I was telling the truth. I know what you told me, right? But this Dr. Everett Scott, his name is not unknown to me. He was a science teacher at Denton High School. And now he works for your government, doesn't it, Brad? He's attached to the Bureau of Investigation of that which you call you have Oh, not right, Brett. He might be. I don't know. The intruder is entering the building, Master. You'll probably be in in the Zen
formal dress is to be optional. in vain. But it ever caused her nothing but shame. 
but it seems our friend here has found a means of perfecting it. which is capable of breaking down solid matter and then projecting it through space and who knows, perhaps even time itself. You mean he's going to send us to another planet? Planet! Schmanet! Janet! You better wise up, Janet Wise. You better wise up, build your thighs up. You better wise up. And then she cried out. Smiling makes my face ache. And my children turn on me. Rock is behaving just the way that Evan did. Do you think I made a mistake? Splitting his brain between the two of them. decided that Brad and Janet should keep that appointment with their friend, Dr. Everett Scott. But it was to be in a situation which none of them would have possibly foreseen. And just a few hours after announcing their engagement, 
Brad and Janet had both tasted forbidden fruit. This in itself was proof that their host was a man of little morals and some persuasion. What further indignities were there to be And what of the floor show? In the middle of the night. The rates are cheaper. What diabolical plan had seized Frank's crazed imagination? Yeah, diabolical plan seized Frank's crazed imagination. What indeed? From what had gone before, it was clear that this was to be no picnic.
never happened to Fairway. That delicate satin draped frame as it clung to her thigh. How I started to cry. Cause I wanted to be dressed just, just the like same. Give yourself over to absolute pleasure. Swim the warm waters of sins of the flesh. Erotic nightmares beyond any measure. Sensual daydreams to treasure forever. Can't you just see?
presumptuous of you. You see, when I said we were to return to Transylvania, I referred only to Magenta and myself. I'm sorry, however, if you found my words misleading. But you see, you were to remain here in spirit anyway. Great heavens, that's a laser. Yes, Dr. Scott. A laser capable of emitting a beam of pure antimatter. So's my pots. You mean you're going to kill him? Watch this crock. Society must be protected. Society. And now, Frank and Furter, your time has come. Say goodbye to all of this. Goodbye, all of this. And hello. Hello. 
to be made. You're okay by me. Dr. Scott, I'm sorry about your nephew. Eddie? Yes, well, perhaps it was for the best. <laughs> Leave now, Dr. Scott, while it is still possible. We are about to beam the entire house back to the planet of transsexual in the galaxy of Transylvania.
SF coming at you from 278 121st Street on Florida Street. We don't have a clue tonight. We're going to be having an interview with Storied SF. Jeff's going to be here. We're going to take some pictures. We're going to have a little interview. Very excited. We're double dipping on a podcast, two podcasts recording at one time. So it's Storied SF. So coming up in the next hour. Then at 6 o'clock, we have a silk workshop. So every Monday at 6 o'clock, 18 comedians, the first eight all get four-minute sets and four minutes of comments by their comic peers. And then it's just an open mic for comics after that. But everybody's really nice and pays attention. That is Joke Workshop at 6 o'clock every Monday. You can sign up, friend Facebook, like us on Mutiny Radio Facebook, like our Instagram, Mutiny Radio SF, us money on our Venmo at Mutiny Radio. That would be great. <laughs> and uh, listen to some more music. This is an old morning train by Daisy Jewel, who's no longer with us on this mortal coil, but you still get to listen to her musical choices this DJ Monday morning. Listen very much. Hope you enjoy it.
That was just a dream. Jackie Naylor's version of Losing My Religion from the album The Color 5, which was released in 2006. Before Jackie, the Isley Brothers, a track found on Forever Gold, released in 1977, their version of Todd Rundgren's Hello, It's Me. Before that, Gene Chandler and one of my numerous theme songs, The Duke of Earl, number one single in 1962, and also topping the charts at number one in 1956, Elvis Presley, with I Want You, I Need You, I Love You. Speaking of Elvis, dig this.
Oh my, what a party that was at the county jail. The Jeff Beck group from the album Beckola, on which they performed two Elvis Presley songs. We heard Jailhouse Rock. They also do All Shook Up on there. Ron Wood on bass, Mickey Hopkins piano, Tony Newman drums. Jeff Beck on guitar, of course, and vocals extraordinaire, Rod Stewart. Also on some extraordinary vocals, Eric Burden, 1966, with the debut of the group known as Eric Burden and the Animals, on British radio, doing Heartbreak Hotel. Let's go down to Texas now and hear Rose Marie from 1966. You're listening to Mutiny Radio.fm in .sf, and I am here right now with Storied SF and Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff of Storied SF. Hi. Am I on here? You are I'm on. I'm not hearing myself. Yes. You have to be a l- pretty close to the mic. Oh, okay. There, there you are. go. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Hi, and Pam. you can always turn your volume up a little bit more if you okay. like. And hi. Thanks so much for being here on Mutiny Radio. I'm super excited. Storied SF, another podcast, local podcast. Yes. Doing stories about... I'm like, I'm interesting enough to do a story about you. Oh, yes, you are. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you for having us. Um, this is also a, a little bit different than what we normally do. We're not always in the studio. Like, we bring the studio to wherever it is. Um, should I introduce our project? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, um, I, when I say our, um, the Story San Francisco is Michelle Kilfeather sitting here to my left and myself, I'm Jeff Hunt, and uh, I I guess I'm like the, the audio person and she's the visual. We're an audio visual. Um, she does photographs, I do podcast part. So um, we started about four years ago and our sort of impetus or the inspiration to, to do this was that, you know, we have both been here 
at this point, 20 plus years. Um, but we found ourselves four years ago or so complaining, doing that thing that we all do, like drinking ourselves to death and be like, fuck this city and what's happening. But no, it's like, no, but we also love this place and want to turn that into something positive where we celebrate the people who are still here still, and yeah. still doing good stuff. R.I.P. Hemlock. R.I.P. <laughs> I mean, do, do you want to just do an hour of R.I.P.? <laughs> yeah, we can do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> like every every small art gallery, every small business in San Francisco right now, all the cool things. It was like, where'd they go? Yeah. <laughs> all the empty storefronts. It's scary. And then well, everyone I'm moved here because they were like, it's so cool. But then all the artists have to move because they can't afford it. And it's like, oh, what do we do? Yeah. And like La Rondaya became a salad joint. Like, is, that, <laughs> is there anything more telling than that? <laughs> salad lounge. Yeah. Ah! Um, <laughs> what does that even mean? But no, it's, you know, uh, I, I think it's it's like it, it, it it's specific to what to what we do. But it's also, I think, a, a, a general way to live life is like, are you going to turn the negative into something positive and try to learn from it? And I, I mean, I have to say, like, like going back even pre pandemic, mm -hmm. the joy of this project that we're doing, because we're a weekly podcast, we're doing 49 episodes a year. So we're just constantly out there meeting and getting the life stories and really getting to know and share the stories of amazing people um, through the through the pandemic though I mean that's it's like that's t taken up a notch because everyone is trapped inside right. and not being social and not maybe not meeting new people although for so. creativity I think for artists it's been a boon because how right. many songwriters wrote a whole new album how right. many I think Taylor Swift novel. did like five, right? right? So <laughs> yeah. people have been super creative. Artists right. had time to paint. People had time to write. I think a lot of people just watched a lot of Netflix. But right. there have been people creating projects because they had the time to finally do it, right. which is exciting. And no lack of uh, uh, inspiration. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> <so>. The world's <laughs> falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's I guess that's what we do. We have a different theme every season for each 49 episodes. And, and this season, we're about um, – think 13 a dozen or so episodes in our theme this season is we're still here <laughs> uh, we did launch in this year um, so speaking to a lot of things but the exodus or texodus as I've, I've heard it referred to is like no uh, a lot of people did leave by choice a lot of people were forced to leave unfortunately um, but we're still here there's still mm -hmm. a city and and I think um, for Michelle and myself it's like there's a and a lot of folks out there, I believe, um, there's a chance to to make a better city moving forward. Right? Yeah. Because if we're building, once things are broken, we can rebuild. Yeah. So now's the time. I just was surprised that the questionably housed stayed, like, the same. Yeah. I, I live in the Tenderloin, so yeah. pretty much nothing changed. Right. And I thought, like, with all of the people moving out, couldn't we have found homes for the 10,000 questionably housed people and no that didn't nothing that didn't change and with literally <laughs> the biggest building or was for a minute on the west coast like that's just now empty right, <laughs> right. Like, and, and I guess it has art on the top anyway um <laughs> yeah um definitely not not ignoring like all the problems that are still here um mm -hmm. and all the people who are suffering uh at all um but I think that's perhaps you know, I'm not pretending I have any of the answers that Michelle right. has any of the answers or any one person has the answers, but there is a chance to build a better city, um, a more equitable city, a fair city, a loving, respectful. I mean, look around. Like I, The one thing I feel like 
almost everyone we've had on the show, we ask, you know, like, what is it that drew you to San Francisco if you weren't, if you aren't from here originally? It's like, it's just beautiful, and it's, it's yeah. got, it's got this history of magic, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, poetry, everything, that whole, so what brought me to San Francisco eventually I mean, as a child, I used to come in on the weekends and stuff, and it was very exciting. My dad used to work in the city at the newspaper agency, which was the Chronicle Examiner, and, and so he was right there on Fifth Street. And I'd come in as a kid, and I just thought it was so exciting. Yeah. Uh, but then as an adult, I got into graduate school, finally. So I came here 13 years ago to go to San Francisco State and yes. get some master's degrees. Common thread on our show. Right. There's a lot of... It all goes back to SF State. I love it. I went there, too. Oh, yeah. well, and I loved, so that was the thing about SF State. I wanted to get a master's in writing, but I didn't want to just, I lived in San Diego at the time, and okay. I wanted to go to the best school that I could in California, and it's for writing. It's San Francisco State. So right. I ended up here, got a couple master's degrees, and I, I'm never going to leave. Right. Yeah, and then I started comedy, and then and I s right when I moved here, I started doing radio when it was Pirate Cat here mm -hmm, in this mm -hmm. building now, which is Newton. So I've been with this particular building since 2008. So, I mean, I love – I never want to leave San Francisco. I love it so much. Yes. <laughs> like, what can I do to stay? I love it here forever. Do you ever have that feeling? You're like, I might be the last one. <laughs> that still loves it? No, I think there's – well, it's exciting. No, that the last one left. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> I always knew I'd thrive in the apocalypse. I kind of feel yeah. like, I am legend. I will stay here. I will, I will eat pigeons. The world <laughs> caught up with fun. you. <laughs> well, I, I – I wanted to call it, you know, the pandemic. I was like, this is oh great. Yeah. I'm, I've always, I've been kind of waiting for the, the pandemic to happen. Yeah. And it, it was fine. It yeah. I mean, I was always poor. So everyone else <laughs> came down to my level. I was like, yeah. <laughs> now we're all in the same, same place. But yeah, I grew up, um, I was born in Livermore. So I'm a Livermore on um, 1974, quite some time ago. And uh, I've never lived outside of California. Okay. And I, I just don't know. I live. You know, I lived in San Diego for a while. I lived in Davis for a while, but I came back to the Bay Area because I love it here. Even yeah. my family disappeared. I just now it's like oh. this is my. It's not like disappeared. They just moved. You know, like they left the Bay Area. Yeah. So they they went far flung, but I've never I'm never going back. So in sense of your family, you are the last one. I'm the last here. one. Yeah. Sure. Um. Okay. Yeah. Can can we make this about you now? Sure. <laughs> okay. 